0: Can a tradesman be just as important as a priest when it comes to the worship of God? We're going to see something pretty pretty crazy here. here. Yeah, it is. I love this. In Exodus chapter 31. You're listening
1: to Between the Lines. I'm Junior. And I'm Scott. And I'll start reading in verse 1. Then the Lord said to Moses, look, I have specifically chosen Basilel, son of Uri, Grandson of Hur of the tribe of Judah, I have filled him with the spirit of God, giving him great wisdom, ability, and expertise in In all kinds kinds of preaching. (laughs) No,
0: not preaching. Crafts. 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 He was a craftsman. Yeah, that's what he says in verse four. He's a master craftsman. We
1: got a lot of craftsmen who listen to between the lines, and a lot of them do it while they're getting their work put together. One guy's telling me when I'm laying out all my tools, getting everything out. That's when I'm listening. And listening, and, and you, the work that you do is worship. It is worship to God. Take the special kind of, not sinful pride, but the just pride in knowing God is the one who has gifted me, and I can put these gifts into use in a way that brings honor to yeah. him.
0: Well, I love this. In verse 3, it says, you know, I filled him with the Spirit yes. of God. And uh, we have the craftsmen in our church have been filled with the Spirit of God, mm-hmm. thanks to Jesus Christ.
1: Verse, verse four, 4. He is a master craftsman. Expert in working with gold, silver, and bronze, he is skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in carving wood. He is a master at every craft. This matters to God. Doing that work yeah. with excellence, doing it really well. I mean, it's it's like he is being elevated. He's in God's word because of this, and
0: not just him. His dad got a shout out, and his grandpa got a shout yeah. out because of his master of his craft.
1: Yeah, this is awesome. And I personally anointed Oholiab, son of Ahisamak of the tribe of Dan to be his assistant. Moreover, I have given special skill to the gifted craftsmen so they can make all the things I have commanded you to make. Oh man. And now, uh, you know, all through this, these last few chapters, this whole week, we've been reading how God was micromanaging his people. <laughs> did you notice that? Yeah. Telling him exactly. I want you to do exactly this way, this way, this way, and this way. And yet he has master craftsmen doing the work yeah. and he didn't just leave it up to them. Do it however it hits you, how it feels yeah. in the moment. He, no, he was, he was a micromanager. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I, I, th- I think that's one of the unfair criticisms. A lot of people levy against some of the best organizations, uh, I've, it's often been said the greatest micromanager ever was Walt Disney. And maybe he was second, possibly only to Thomas Edison. And I mean, when you think of organizations that have done things really, really well, there was leadership at the top that specified exactly how things are supposed to be done. This is what God does here That's right. in this passage. So if you're one that very quickly wants to accuse your boss of being a micromanager, well, look at it in a different way. Maybe if you simply submit yourself to however it is that they're trying to teach you, and that you learn completely from them, from from them, how they're wanting you to do things, that your gifts can then be unleashed. Because yeah. here's a guy, this craftsman here, he was willing to be told exactly what God wanted him to do, and then he was honored because of being a master craftsman. Yep. All right, verse seven. And this is uh, written in poetic fashion, says, so uh, command you to make the tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark's cover, the place of atonement, all the furnishings of the tabernacle, the table and its utensils, the pure gold lampstand and all its accessories, the incense altar. And Junior wants you to pick it up from there.
0: The altar of burnt offering with all of its utensils, the wash basin with its stand, the beautifully stitched garments, the sacred garments for Aaron the priest and the garments for his sons to wear as they minister as priests, the anointing oil the fragrant incense of the holy place, the craftsman must make everything I have commanded you. Mm. It is, it is cool to just to see that the craftsman elevated in this chapter here. It makes me think of, uh, there's a guy in our church named uh, Jason, good guy. He's also a girl dad. And I periodically will see as I'm leaving work, he's uh, leaving the office. He's often coming in from his job to just rewire parts of the church yeah. and um, and
1: he's a craftsman when it comes to his skilled profession yeah. in electrical, um, you know, electrical implements and wiring. And so when and so I forth.
0: when I walk by him, you know, he's bringing his toolbox into church. I think like what he is doing is just as important. Yeah. What I was doing all day was studying scripture to teach God's people. Yeah. It's like that's that's the craftsman right there, yeah. like the craftsman here in, in Exodus 31 that God absolutely.
1: Is, We're to use whatever gifts God has given us to their fullest to honor Him. That's Right when it all
0: comes together, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Verse 12 says, the Lord then gave these instructions to Moses, tell the people of Israel, be careful to keep my Sabbath day. God keeps on bringing mm-hmm. up the Sabbath day, yeah. by the way. This isn't the first nor the second time yeah. that we've been reading about the Sabbath.
1: And there's nothing in there that says this is only for the nation of Israel. I, I reject that. You've, you heard me last week talk about it with the giving of the Ten Commandments. There's nothing in Scripture that indicates the Sabbath was only for Israelites. Yeah, This was... God's uh, the, people. the foundation of this was in God himself having rested and he created us in such a way where we need that rhythm of life. We need that rest. Yeah.
0: Be careful to keep my Sabbath day for the Sabbath is a sign of the covenant between me and you from generation to generation. It is given so that you may know that I'm the Lord who makes you holy. You must keep the Sabbath day for it is a holy day for you and anyone who desecrates it must be put to death. Anyone who works on that day will be cut off from the community. You have six days each week for your ordinary work, but the seventh day must be a Sabbath day of complete rest, a holy day dedicated to the Lord. I heard a dad, I heard a rabbi. In fact, I was telling um, somebody this on Sunday, actually. I heard a rabbi say, if you work with your hands during the week, work with your head on Sabbath day. Yeah. If you work with your head during the week in you know, an office job, work with your hands on Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily just like sitting on the couch and wasting the day. That's not. That's not a good Sabbath. It's it's switching things up. It's doing something very... Now, first off, getting into worship and making mm-hmm. this about God and my relationship <laughs> yes, with God and it's being it's holy filled. to the Lord. It's, it's not holy just holy to, holy Lord, to right? my own
1: relaxation. Yes.
0: So it's not necessarily just like sitting on the couch. It's worship. But it's also like, this is just a day where we do things differently and, and we do them um, as 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 an act of worship as yeah, well. Um, absolutely. Anyone who works on the Sabbath must, uh, must be put to death. Huh. The people of Israel... Must keep the Sabbath day by observing it from generation to generation. This is a covenant obligation for all time. All time. Not old law. All time. It is a permanent sign of my covenant with the people of Israel. From the sixth so
1: It was specifically for Israel what he's talking about here. But the giving of the Sabbath came even before this. Israel was now that covenant, that part for that nation was fitting into God's all you know a uh, plan for all people yeah that was given at creation yep
0: for in six days the lord made heaven and earth but on the seventh day he stopped working and was refreshed when the lord finished speaking with moses on mount sinai he gave him the two stone tablets inscribed to the terms of the
1: covenant written by the finger of god yeah well, wow. it'd be so cool to see those tablets mm. Yeah, and, I'm, and I wonder if they been, have been preserved and if God's going to show them to us someday, Yeah, you know, for no other time in heaven. Yep. All right, we get over to Proverbs now. Right. And uh, Proverbs is a good one. Proverbs chapter 10. And again, lots of good stuff here. In Pro- By the way, I want to tell you this because it's Friday today and tomorrow Saturday. A lot of people skip their reading on Saturday. Please don't. You're going to miss out on one of the most important chapters in all the Bible Because we've got the story of the golden calf tomorrow. You've got to read that. It is brought up time and again throughout the Bible as a reminder that this this major thing happened. And so it's important that you read. Make sure you read tomorrow as well as on Sunday. And then, of course, on Monday, we'll get back with the following chapter then. But here we are in Proverbs 10, verse 17 says, People who accept correction are on the pathway to life, but those who ignore it will lead others astray. You know, junior, we do birthdays uh, at the way we do birthdays at the bridge actually comes out of what you you grew up with. We, Mm -hmm. it was a a tradition in our family that we always celebrated birthdays as we would talk about that person and the blessing that they are to us. Speak life into them. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody participates in the family. Of course, our staff, we've got 50 some just on, you know, just at the bridge, then another 10 at camp. So, um, you know, so we can't, not everybody is able to talk, but we just take some time, usually five to 10 minutes talking about the person we're celebrating. And uh, and it's kind of cool because it, it seems to me that one of the things that are my favorite appreciations that I expressed for someone. In fact, that did did so just uh, last week for and was Adam Adam's birthday. Adam von Holten and the thing that I brought up was that uh, the growth I have seen in him because and he and I have, we've had some tough conversations. And, and there's a number of staff members where I, I say this about them that I have so much admiration for them because I had to approach them about something and it's never pleasant. I hate doing it, but I feel like it's, it's one of my responsibilities and it's those who respond in a positive way and do something. You know, another one, Jordan is, you know, one of your best friends. Mm-hmm. And I, I absolutely love that guy. the way he has grown, the way Adam has grown. And I could list several others off this way. And I take it back to it. And it's not that they are who they are because we had a tough conversation and it's because of me. It's not at all. It's because of the attitude that they take, that they're more than willing to listen to advice. And when they are corrected, rather than responding with resistance and anger, they respond with humility and they do something about it. And I don't think that there's I mean, we all need that. We desperately need that. The question is, is do we have the humility? And if we have the spirit of God in us where we bow to his Holy Spirit and allow for him to work on us, we're good. He's gonna send correction. So what are we gonna do with that correction? Yeah. It will make the difference for the rest of your life. Right. Yep. That's what this proverb is about.
0: Really? All right. Well, today is
1: veterans day. Yeah. And I, there's a great story about your wife. Yeah. Because she was supposed to make a card for Vets yeah, Day, Yeah, well, she right? was in grade school. And they and called she, it Vets
0: Day. Yeah, they said, you know, hey, you need to make a card for the vets. So why don't you all just gather up, make cards, and we'll send it to the vets. And she thought vet meant veterinarian. And so she made a <laughs> card that said, it was like all full of animals and a doctor checking up on animals. And, and it's like, so Nicole because yeah. she
1: loves animals. That's right. <laughs> I so love that. not
0: veterinarian's yeah. day, but Vets Day. It's actually the Marine Corps' birthday. So I think that's ah. why they uh, how they align okay. vet, Veterans Day.
1: With, that is with cool. The we, we've got some great um, veterans in our church that, yeah. you know, put it all on the line and put themselves in danger. Yeah. In well, I see some of these old guys, our country.
0: these old guys who, you know, they wear their like hats, mm-hmm. you know, and I always try to say something to them because yeah. the amount of sacrifice that they made something that I don't, I don't know, yeah. you know, to leave a family and go risk it all. And those um, who
1: saw action, some of the things that they have seen that they've never been able to wipe out of their memory and they've lived with all these years. Yeah. Yep. Yeah because they do believe in the kind of freedom that I, I think yeah. is an offshoot, the the chief Western values that flows out of Judeo-Christianity, and they do believe in those values that's and right. want to promote them.
0: So if you work with a veteran or if you know a veteran, if you have a veteran in your contact list on your phone, just shoot them a text that just says, hey, I don't fully understand all of your, sac- like what you sacrificed, but I just want to tell you that I I, I am very appreciative. Yeah, that's good. All hey, right. It's a weekend
1: now, so... Yep. Do your reading and be in church right we see it every friday but we do mean <laughs> it we mean we really it. do you bet so don't forget to sabbath
0: on sunday that's when right. we'll be worshiping with you we'll see you on monday god bless